0: I'm good,
1: You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. All right. Welcome in, everyone, to You Can't Doc, the number one documentary discussion uh, podcast. This side of cons (laughs) and Sundance. Um, (laughs) This week, we are going to talk about uh, Best Worst Movie, The. 2009 documentary film by Michael Paul Stevenson. Um, This movie covers Troll 2, which we discussed last week. So um, it only seemed like it made sense to go ahead and talk about this one, which uh, gives, maybe get some insight into why Troll 2 was a thing. Uh, The documentary kind of starts off with um, the the dad from the film. I always forget his name.
2: It's George Hardy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like 15 minutes of like everyone he knows talking about how they love him he's such a great guy <laughs> and then after like five minutes of pure praise they're like so they ask his mom so what do you think about uh his his the movie he was in and every person they ask is just like yeah we don't uh we don't talk about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's a dentist in real life
1: yeah he's a dentist in like alabama i think yeah yeah his mom's response was he's no carrie grant <laughs> and uh yeah everyone yeah just kind of dunks on him but um yeah this this um documentary is directed by the by joshua from the movie the little kid yeah i don't know it's kind of just like a fun little insight into kind of why kind of what went wrong and i guess some would say what went right with uh this movie (laughs) yeah um we learned that this movie was originally called goblin uh, which makes way much (laughs) way more (laughs) sense than to you which there are no trolls famously um it's filmed over three weeks in utah which seems both not long but also too long (laughs) for this movie (laughs) um and it basically every time every actor they interview basically it's the same response of like oh yeah we thought you know this was going to be our big break and then we saw the movie and realized our careers were finished before (laughs) they even began
2: yeah i thought uh It was funny because, like, when they said, "Oh, the movie should be was going to be named Goblin," I was like, "Really? I thought it would have been Nilbog." (laughs) Like the whole time, I was thinking, "Oh, this is Nilbog."
1: Yeah, yeah. It just kind of makes sense, though, that it's Troll Two now. I I feel like this movie needs to have a title that makes no sense. Yeah, (laughs) it does. Like, and then you need to, from the beginning, be like, "Why is it Troll Two? What is the first one?" Um. And just kind of never know, kind of never know why. I think that's- yeah, okay. well,
2: I think you do know why, because I, I mean, I suspect that what <laughs> happened was, how are we going to sell this movie? Uh, this is a piece of trash. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Oh, we've got that first troll. Let's just tack it onto this one and see how many people will want to see this one based off the original. And that way we'll solve the problem. And I think that's like the studio decided to call it Troll 2. That's what I suspect because they were yeah. trying to figure out how do we get people to watch this.
1: Yeah, I mean that makes sense for sure.
3: Is there any connection between the first troll movie or no? There's not at all. No. <laughs> like even behind the scenes, like is there a director or a producer or is just a I mean, studio? Was like
2: it's just totally random.
3: Yeah, it's super random.
2: I think that what happened was maybe like these. So we find out like the director um, is is Italian. Um, from the documentary. Um, I forget his name. Do we have his name somewhere? I can't remember.
1: Baba Good News. Claudio Fragasso. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Baba Good News. <Ganesh.
2: laughs> so Not Yeah. Not yeah, Greek th- or Middle Eastern. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> Luigi. Oh my god. You're canceling.
2: Oh yeah, Claudio and then Rosella, his wife um, So they are the one, Rosella wrote the movie Claudio directed it And they're like a pretty uh, infamous team That have done a lot of movies together So I guess the studio decided Hey, you guys try to make a horror movie And <laughs> this is what they came up with
1: <laughs> I'm excited to see them try that eventually uh, Try to make a horror movie
2: <laughs> Try to make a horror movie, yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah Um yeah i mean we can just get into it if you want to um the screenwriter she she mentioned that at this point in her life when she wrote this a lot of her friends had become vegetarians and it just like pissed her off so she took when she was writing the script she took the vampire character in the film and turned it into a vegetarian instead and so that explains honestly so much Like, I was like, is this supposed to be vampire? Like, I was so confused when I was watching it. I was like, are they vampires? Are they vegetarians? I don't really understand. And the answer is, yeah, they're both.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was her creative direction that she wanted to take. So, <laughs> um, yeah, very odd, very strange. But you learn, like, that, make, that explains some things. Um, you also find out, like, <clears throat> we'll get more into the other characters later. But, like, you find out that Claudio um, is a very... Uh, demanding, and uh, very, like, he believes in this movie. Like, he he fully thinks this is good. And it totally reminded me um, when they're at the screenings and stuff and him yelling back and talking about it and stuff, it totally reminded me of seeing Tommy Wiseau at the draft oh, really? house, yes, with the audience of the room, and people were saying stuff, and they would he would shout back at everybody, or de- or just say, you know, oh, that's not true, or how could you say that, or oh it was the God. same thing. This is like, what makes this movie so great when they talk about in the, in the documentary is that it's all in earnest. You know, like these people think they made a good movie. Like they really do. Like, and yeah, so well, that's what makes it so hilarious. Yeah. It well, the so director,
1: good. the director and screenwriter think they do. Yes, everyone else. They do. Everyone, everyone else. Oh, and the mom, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else. It seems like in this in this um documentary it seems like essentially none of the cast knew what they were doing why they were saying anything they were saying
2: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah and the director he fully thinks he's you know the steven spielberg of italian cinema like he he genuinely thinks this is like such a good movie um and he's just fully not in on the joke that oh. everyone uh, the reason it's popular is because it's so bad uh, like and he he thinks like oh yeah i think i I pulled a quote um he says the movie is about important things like eating living dying an important film about family and unity resisting the goblins and overcoming it's like dude no way man there's literally
0: (laughs) that's beautiful
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it's just funny because like the screenwriter is so obviously like this is about vegetarians. Like I hate vegetarians, and he's like, "This is a beautiful movie about overcoming the power of unity." Blah blah blah. And it's like
0: <laughs> Twilight oh vampires, God. famous uh, vegetarian vampires. Oh, that's
2: true.
1: Wait, they are.
0: Is <laughs> it the next movie we're going to come? <laughs> Twilight. But yeah, to so- appreciate his earnesty. The filmmaker is super earnest about it.
1: It would be fine if he wasn't so aggressive <laughs> he's just like so <laughs> aggressive about it like like at, at, they showed them at a convention and uh, the cast is like literally the entire cast is on stage in a Q&A and um, the actor is kind of just saying like yeah I had no idea what was going on I was like why did you tell me to do that and the director's like for some reason not part of the Q&A on stage he's just like in the crowd and he's like you don't pay attention you're, you're, you're a dog blah 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 or whatever and it's like chill out dude like <laughs> You already have everyone on your side. Like they're here for your your movie. Like just chill.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it it was cool to see like, you know, everybody that was in the movie and the whole cast and everything and kind of see their backstories and, and where they went. But of course, you know, George Hardy is the star (laughs) of the film.
1: Yeah. And he has an interesting arc over the course of even just this documentary where, Mm -hmm um it kind of shows him realizing like oh yeah people have seen this I guess and for some reason it's like loved again and he gets super into it like he's all about it like he loves telling the um you can't you can't piss on hospitality or whatever like he he, um he says that line like 50 times and he just like loves it um yeah and, and like you kind of start off this, the documentary kind of starts off with, you know, this company has a troll two party every year and he, he shows up to that and that's kind of where it sparks his like, Oh yeah, I'm a celebrity in his own mind at least. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, we can, we can just say straight up, like he, he thinks that everyone thinks that about him. I feel, I feel like he maybe doesn't realize that it's like a very,
2: niche group yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) um because he eventually goes to like conventions and stuff like genre conventions especially um like the horror convention in dallas and he's just like so appalled by like everything he's like oh they're all disgusting they all have gingivitis (laughs) and he's just so obviously like jealous that like he that these other people are in probably horrible movies but since horror has such a loyal fan base like they're gonna love the person from friday the 13th part four you know well
2: i think he doesn't understand like there are different groups of film fans right Mm -hmm. like there's a very distinct group that like (laughs) this sort of bad horror kind Mm of funny love it you know and that's a that's a very distinct group that's not all horror fans horror fans are very different um than this group uh i would put myself (laughs) in 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 I have a toe in each each water I guess but I would say that I'm more on the side of camp and like so bad it's good I am in that group so these were my people that I was seeing (laughs) on the screen and um yeah it made me wish that I had been around to go to those things
1: (laughs) yeah I went to um the horror convention in Dallas is called Texas Frightmare Weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: went um, in 2019 and it was so much fun. Like er- everyone is just so nice. And like, you can literally start a conversation with anybody because you've all seen at least a few movies, you know, in common. And so it's just a lot of fun. And it was just funny seeing him like shit all over, like the horror convention, just because like he was so off put by him having like no interaction with fans there because no one knew who because it's not really a horror movie troll 2 is not really a no. horror movie i don't really know what it is but um definitely not a conventional horror movie um but yeah no i don't know it, it, was, it was yeah and then from there he goes to like london or something <laughs> he goes to like an international like comic-con type thing well
2: it's like a it's a um it's a memorabilia convention it's yeah the, it's what one of the that? biggest ones yeah Oh really okay yeah, it's a huge memorabilia convention, so.
1: Which seems like not where Troll 2 should be. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the the culmination of the movie is it ends up with him going there and there's like literally six people in the audience and like this huge setup. And they, yeah, I don't know.
3: They He's did pretty- him nerdy with that pan around.
1: Yeah, I know. They exposed his ass
3: showing that there's They're no- like. Yeah, I was like, y'all are wrong for that. I was like, that's rude. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I think that they were trying to tell a story, and the story is is that he realized that he likes his life. He did. He didn't necessarily want to be, you know, this movie star like he thought he did because it really wasn't going to happen for him. So, I think that they kind of like took that kind of arc with the with his story, which I thought was really interesting because he is beloved in his town. I think it, what was hilarious. Is when he tries to have the fundraiser and show it to all his older patients. That cracked me up because memal does not need to see Troll 2.
1: Yeah. 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 He was, as we mentioned before, he's a dentist and he was literally having his patients watch Troll 2 while they're getting like their cavities filled. Like, and I was like, this is, I would fire him as my dentist immediately <laughs> if I was. Well, I guess the laughing gas might help.
0: That's what they're I was about to say. You might like it more. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, cool. but yes. no, yeah yeah but i don't know i feel bad because like it, early on in the, in the documentary he's just so thrilled and like so excited by like this newfound fame by um and he specifically goes to screenings that are like sold out
0: mm-hmm.
1: um like across the country and like he's I'm so beloved house. it's just such a like stark juxtaposition of from the beginning to the end where he he's like quoting he is he loves quoting his one quote and taking pictures with fans and then and then once he realizes like oh i'm not actually you know captain america um he's like you know i, I got tired of saying that quote anyways you know i wouldn't want to be yeah. in a movie anyways and and then at the end of the movie they ask him would you be would you start in troll three if he made it and he's like yeah absolutely Are you absolutely Are you <laughs> absolutely
2: it's like yeah. it's he like, definitely I, wants to start him in the fame and it's really cute yeah. i mean i think it's really funny that you know he's he's definitely wants all of that attention mm-hmm. um and yes he's jealous totally when he goes <laughs> to those places and sees other people getting that attention so yeah. um which is understandable you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah it's, uh, it was really cute i thought <laughs> yeah that's what i was
0: gonna say too i met him at south by southwest and took a picture with him and michael paul stevenson and they were very genuine and sweet and happy to meet everybody and uh, i will say the screenings of best worst movie were full <laughs> hmm yeah, you know,
1: mistakes sure. happen sometimes. I'm know, sure sometimes. they enjoy that. <laughs> sometimes people accidentally pick the wrong movie. They get uh, the Fast Pass Two, and you know,
2: no, it was really. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot that of fun went, to that see that really with fun, an yeah. audience. Yeah, like I think seeing it with an audience is really how you have to see like Troll Two, and how and then how <laughs> you have to see Best Worst Movie. I mean, I could watch Best Worst Movie. You know, it's yeah. actually a really good documentary. Yeah. So, um that one I could probably watch over again but yeah I agree with everyone that watching Troll 2 by yourself like just to watch it is not something that you really want to do
0: watching
1: if you gotta- Troll 2 no knowledge of the movie no <laughs> previous info was the most painful thing of my life the worst but I gotta say I mean obviously like you know watching this documentary um there's so much more we can talk about too with this documentary but um just kind of humanizing all the all the actors and all of them knowing like I hate this, like the Holly the 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 daughter specifically excludes it from her resume when applying for roles, which I didn't know you, you made a resume when you're applying for roles, but
2: no, you do.
1: Um, I'm offer only. Um so I don't know about that, but
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: but yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know, It was nice. It, it it was definitely a fun documentary. Um yeah. it was so it was so crazy seeing like how it I feel like it basically UCB like their little screenings kind of like blew up troll Two, um and how it just kind of went from there but yeah I don't know it's a fun documentary
2: just the screenings in general like how many there were like there was there was quite a few that were sold out like you said and Mm -hmm. um it was just it reminds it reminds me very much of how the room blew up And how that started in LA as like a bunch of group of friends and then like Seth Rogen got involved and you know he saw it and then it blew up and became bigger and I think it's the kind of same kind of story where comedians got involved and like hyped it up as like how bad it was but also made fun of it but also had an affinity for it. So.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like they mentioned a number. I feel like it was like 22 sold-out screenings. Mm -hmm. Um, It also kind of made it more sad, too, because, like, when he was at that memorabilia convention all alone, he's like, yeah, you ever seen Troll 2? No, you're missing out. You know, there was 22 sold-out screenings. You know, it's people, you know, worst movie of all time. It's just such a weird, like, like accolades. It's like, yeah, it's listed as the worst movie of all time.
2: Well, like, people, that's, yeah, that's a different that is a, a a really specific group that would yeah. say well i've got to see that that would yeah. be me i would be that fan that would be like you said that's the worst movie I, yes sign me <laughs> up <laughs> i have to see that yeah but that's not the normal movie going or film buff is not going to be interested in seeing the worst movie
1: mm-hmm. they um, were there to see stan lee like that's what they're <laughs> there for, like not to watch Trots yeah but,
2: like, or like yeah like i mean that's like you know, you wanna when you go to a memorabilia convention, you wanna see like Star Wars and Star Trek memorabilia and like all the big things. And I'm sure there were big names there too. Mm-hmm. So you can't you have to take it with Dukes a grain of salt.
3: <laughs> the Dukes were the there.
2: Dukes of that Jessica was Simpson.
3: <laughs> yes. Now it's the OG. So, yeah, they they so, did have the they did have the Duke's hazard card though. You're right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely one of the movies where you have to like want to watch it or you have to no not just that no i'm just saying because like again like me like with my what i love about horror, i feel
1: like as if as long as you you know have a few drinks or other things um you're with friends i think you'll have a good time i guess right now have like a zoom watch along or something that could be fun i feel
3: mm-hmm. probably yeah yes
0: yeah i just you know from what i know i don't think this is, has like turned into or continued to be like the room and that there's no, continued no. screenings of Troll Two or or this film, which it's is definitely a, kind of sad that it hasn't. I know it, it it is sad that. that
2: it didn't have the longevity of a fun movie night that the room has had. Um that is kind of a bummer because it is I feel it is at that quality. Like it really it really is, and it's it's that what it's that fun to me. We should
3: bring it back. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All
2: and right, that's the we'll end of back. the
3: episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so you much for coming. W-
2: you're like, <laughs> you're like hell no, I would never go to... No, uh, when well, my
3: friends do, I, like, when we hang out, we'll do, like, uh, pick, like, a, a bad good song
2: mm-hmm.
3: from, like, your childhood so we can listen to or, like, one that you think is a banger that no one else does. Bangers. I mean, this would Bangers be, by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I was like, I feel this would be another one to where it's, like, bring your, like, what, like, kind of cult classic that you think is amazing to show to others. Like, that'd be a good, like, movie night for that. And Trolls too would definitely fit that.
2: Yeah, people usually hate me for it after I do that. Um, Brianna can attest to that. Brie can like that. I am uh, the worst at doing yeah. that.
0: Yeah, uh, Hard Rock Zombies. I, I want to watch that with. You. We have to. The worst
2: can... witch. I've made everybody watch that too. Oh, and the
0: worst witch is good.
3: Once we
1: can have. Once we can have a proper movie night, we need to watch some of these pieces of trash that, <laughs> you're, that you're suggesting. And I feel like that would be really fun. We all
3: should just bring one movie that we're like, okay, this is my one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it to everyone else. Well, you already saw Killer Clowns, so I can't bring that one. Yeah, but then y'all all end up own, having. You don't own Killer Clowns. <laughs> Killer Clowns is my favorite, though. I even have a T-shirt of it. Yeah, you do. Um, no, I was gonna say,
1: like, for me, the main difference between this and even like The Room or like Rocky Horror um, is just like there's not quotes. I feel like there's that one quote that they kind of tell you in the documentary is like his famous quote, but other than that, I feel like there's not really. Like quotes for me. I don't know.
2: I don't I feel like there's there's quite a few. Of them.
1: <laughs> I'm sure if I watched it a few more times, like I would catch on to some of them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of there there's more awkward moments yeah. in this, like just kind of like, what? <laughs> like than than dialogue. But there's yeah. really badly written dialogue that makes me laugh. So there I is a lot, of, there's
3: a lot of badly written dialogue. I agree with my you. My favorite quote <laughs> is send me your favorite song or sing me my favorite song.
1: Yeah, where, where, where <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah, okay. So um in the documentary as okay, so as as we mentioned, it mostly follows the dad from the film, directed by the son from the film, and they go to the mom from the film's um apartment and they reenact that lovely uh row, row, row your boat.
0: Car
1: yeah, car scene and <laughs> And that alone is worth watching this movie for.
2: <laughs> and her mom, because she, she's quit acting uh-huh. to take care of her mom, or at least that's what she's told everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but her mom, they pan to her and she has like this horrible grimace on her face. Like, what is going on?
1: Yeah. She's like, turn off my oxygen, please. Because I want this. <laughs> she's like, I want this and- <laughs> over
2: with.
3: Yeah, She's like, the dementia hasn't kicked in yet. I know what's going on here. Yeah. I feel like
2: all these <laughs> interviews were really awkward and sad a lot of them were. So mm-hmm. it was very uh-huh. yeah, it was in some ways it was hard to watch because people it's it's a lot of the movie is about failed potential and about like what you thought your life was going to turn out versus how it really actually did, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So so at Margot's house, for example, the mom that was just re- really tragic because you can see that she's had a rough a rough at it, go at it. Um that she feels she's obviously really depressed. She's living with her mom taking care of her. Um, she's kind of delusional from what she says. I mean she compares the movie and and the time to like Casablanca and uh, other you know, great Completely films. <laughs> it's just yeah, mm. it's so sad.
1: Yeah, I, and I don't I don't even know if I would say it's delusional. <clears throat> I feel like she, might just not be in like a sound mental state and i feel like she's maybe since unfortunately probably like the whatever little fame she has from this movie probably is like one of the best things that's happened to her so maybe she's kind of projecting those feelings to oh yeah it's actually a good movie instead of what i've felt because of this movie is good she kind of like is projecting it onto the quality of the film because like she like at the end of the movie um when <laughs> joshua finds his mom being eaten he's like mom mom and she was talking about that scene and she said that like she was like tearing up and she said i felt like you really lost your mom and she was like so sincere and like you can tell she was like actually impacted and i was like oh okay this is more yeah. than this isn't this isn't delusion this is like something's like going on but yeah but now she
2: yeah Project, seemed, I don't
1: know. Yeah, she seemed very sweet, and it was sad because um, they actually showed the draft house uh, had one of the rolling road shows. I'm assuming, is what it was, um, mm-hmm. of Troll 2, I'm assuming in Utah or wherever they filmed it, uh, and the entire cast was there. But her, the son, and the dad were both like, hey, like, is there any way at all we can get you to go? And is it impossible? And she's like, no, it's impossible. It's impossible for me to go there. Um, and it seemed like she just had kind of, you know, some some mental things going on maybe that kind of just prevented her from doing that for sure yeah and it's very sad but um,
2: but it's probably better that she didn't go because i think she would have she was the same you know in a different way she was kind of thinking the same way as claudio Mm -hmm. where you know i don't think you could have changed her mind that it was actually good and that i think seeing it as people making fun of it would not have been healthy for her at all
1: that's 100 percent true i didn't even think about that yeah Yeah, I would hate for her to go and have a Claudio type
3: (laughs)
2: altercation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, It would have been bad.
1: Yeah. But I don't think she would have been aggressive. I think she would have just been like really, really hurt by it, you know? Yeah.
2: I know. Exactly. I think it would have had the opposite effect on her where it would have been, yeah. It would have been really devastating for her.
1: Yeah. And I mean if we're gonna if we're gonna there's another character that they talk about that's also kind of got like a tragic backstory, and that's the store clerk. Um, The guy who seemed like actually probably the only good actor in this movie. He was like perfect for that role of like creepy, terrifying store clerk. Um, And we learned that he he had actually been in like a mental hospital and his, um, I'm not sure what the proper term, his doctor, whoever's treating him, um, saw that they were having auditions for roles and they were like, hey, if you you can have the day off, why don't you just go audition? I won't charge you for like the next session or something like that.
2: Well, no, it was actually his agent called him because he was I, an actor. Wasn't. Yeah, it was his agent. His agent said um, that they wouldn't charge him for for that. So
1: okay, yeah, and yeah, and then he went and he got the role, obviously. And um, he said he hadn't seen it until like 20 years later or something, 18 years, later, whatever the number. Um, and he said he watched it and it, he was like, "Oh, it was it was so wild seeing me looking so creepy and and I don't remember like." any any of that stuff and i could tell though like i wasn't acting that was really me in that moment and i was that's like wow that's <laughs> kind
2: of freaky. and then he started talking about joshua who was like yeah the director
1: (laughs) filming him he's like i just remember there's this kid i wanted to beat his ass i hated that kid i hated that kid and there's a scene where we're feeding him food and i wanted to just grab the food and shove it in his mouth to shut him up he was the worst he was the star of the movie and i hated him and the homie is literally filming him
2: (laughs) he's the one there yeah it's like so it's kind of (laughs) scary yeah and I really liked so grandpa was kind of cool too like um I thought that you know seeing that character and he he had been acting forever and um you know he showed his picture when he was young and he was like whoa okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) so it was kind of cool to see him talking and and it was also sad because he talked about his he thought he would be somewhere else than he was um in that current time so but he was very pragmatic about like he knew it was bad, like he knew, but he, it's like, you know, I always took these roles as old men and yeah. and he probably was another halfway decent actor like in the film who could have, you know, if he had the right <laughs> lines and the right direction, he probably would have been a lot better.
1: Yeah, it's it just seems like it was an impossible task for the actors, no matter how good or bad they were, since um, we there's a lot of um the director of the movie has a lot of screen time in this documentary and it's very hard to understand him. And they mentioned, Oh yeah, he's gotten so much better at English since back then. And I'm like, I can't even understand this man with subtitles. Um, Right. And And so it just seems like, like anytime they kind of ask, like, Hey, why would my, why is my character, like the daughter said, Holly um, from the movie said, Hey, why, that the, the scene we talked about where she punches him in the balls and he, <laughs> that scene, um, he's she was like, yeah, why would I say this? Like, teenagers don't say this. And the director was like, I know American teenagers. And she mentioned how he would always tell her, like, oh, I know Americans. And he, he, Homie literally can't even, he's from Italy, can't speak English. And it seems like he was very set on getting what he wanted. So that's probably why he likes the movies because it's probably exactly what he wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> yeah i think george says to to him that we wouldn't say this say it this way in america yeah and he's like no i know i know (laughs) Americans."
1: yeah i know americans
2: (laughs) yeah talking to
0: americans
2: like (laughs) i
0: know best yeah but it sounds like there was a really there was an issue with the language and communication on set
1: Mm-hmm. yeah she's a legit like 17 year old girl and he's like i know american teenagers better than you <laughs> it's like no i feel like this movie peaked in its resurgence like 2011 maybe i feel like that's kind of when it just fully went out like it just kind of started disappearing completely mm-hmm. um, which sucks because i really would like to see this like i saw the room with at the draft house uh, with props and everything i've seen rocky horror Mm-hmm. um but this i haven't i obviously you know I haven't had the chance to see this one with an audience i think it'd be a lot of fun
2: yeah yeah i do think yeah another screening would uh would be would be a lot of fun when, yeah. when we can when we can all get together again
1: you know I mean, i'm free at seven so <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe like an outdoor screening i don't
1: know <laughs> yeah, <a rolling> road <laughs> show, yeah
2: um but yeah no it's it would be so much fun to like see it with an audience and have props and Mm -hmm. all that stuff so uh i would look forward to the day that we can do that
1: (laughs) yeah we can make our own masks out of play-doh
2: oh my gosh that 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 couple that made their own goblin mask that was insane
1: they looked better than the (laughs) the actual ones (laughs)
2: that's like the perfect halloween costume that's really cool i love obscure halloween costumes too because not every not everybody would get that
1: yeah, I remember one time, it it was it was like maybe five years ago, I was Ash from The, the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, you know, a, a fake chainsaw, a blue shirt, and some brown pants. And pe- everyone was like, who are you? And I was like, I'm Ash <laughs> from The Evil Dead. So I can't imagine what reaction these people are getting in these troll They're just like these random
2: monsters, yeah. Well, that's
3: kind of like with me and doing Casey Decker from Scream.
2: Everyone's
3: like, you do drag? And I'm like, No. Decker <laughs> from screen, like that's why there's a ghost face behind me Like,
2: <laughs> well also you have like blood right on the sweater yeah. so, like, they yeah, it's know.
3: ripped apart I'm like how do you not know this blonde <laughs> wig and bangs
0: yeah hey you guys um, update that George Hardy has a lot of things on his IMDB since this documentary came out including 2020 under control with a capital T in <laughs> Troll <laughs> T-R-O-L-L. Okay,
2: oh wait, and he was in a film called Goblin? Yes. So was that the sequel? Oh my goodness. What is this? There's I'm also so another one
3: called Trolls World.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Trolls World Tour. Is that what you're trying to say, Ben?
0: It's, uh Goblin oh, one looks there, like there a There is one called Roman. Trolls World, yeah. <laughs> You're so annoying. So he, yeah, he he's, he's playing, playing the same character in all oh these God, other God, random movies. For <laughs>
3: yeah. Under Control is on Tubi.
0: <gasps> oh, you guys. Is that going to be our movie next week? <laughs> and we're going to go on it. We're going to become oh a Trolls God. Two podcast. <laughs> Trolls God, my <laughs>
1: nightmare. Yeah, I think overall, I, I definitely, with all due, enjoyed this more than the first time I watched Trolls Troll Two. Sorry, there's no, there's only one Troll in the title. <laughs> Um, but I think if you're going to watch Troll 2, maybe don't do it fully sober, alone, in a bad mood after a long day of work, uh, five minutes after therapy. <laughs> maybe if you don't have those uh, uh, things going on, you might have a better experience. But no, I think it's I think it's a good time. As long as you're in for just like a dumb, good time, I think you'll yeah. have a great time with this movie.
2: And it's and then you have to watch this. You have to watch this first, or yeah. you know. I would it. say yeah. you
1: have to watch this first for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think for most people that's the case.
1: Yeah, I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I think also too because like we've said it five thousand times, but it really is just like very humanizing. Like you realize, mm-hmm. like yeah, this movie sucks, but like the people in it still like were affected by kind of i feel like almost being bamboozled into being in this movie
2: (laughs) yeah or what they thought it was going to be and how it was going to change their lives and it really did in a different way but yeah Mm. i think it was uh i don't know kind of a microcosm of of the b movie world of hollywood (laughs) and like how it turns out you know
1: so i think um my original rating of Troll Two was a zero <laughs> out of three. Um, I think after seeing, I, I would give this documentary a seven point five out of ten. I think it was very solid. Um, it, which considering the movie it's about, was a zero for me. I think that's pretty good. Um, and it really did boost my rating of Troll Two. I think I, I would, I would hundred percent watch it again, um, knowing what I'm in for. But I think I'd give it at least six and a
3: half out of ten. Yeah. I would definitely do a theme party with this. Like get like some green pudding, some green yes. drinks. Like actually, like this would probably be like besides Leprechaun, this would probably be a good like St. Patty's Day kind of like let's watch like a bunch of like horror movie kind of stuff. This would definitely be on the list.
2: Yeah, I think it's a great documentary. I would give it like an eight, the same as Troll, just because I love them
3: both. <laughs> canon, yeah. you love troll too, and the documentary. Yes. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, Ben, you didn't give it a rating.
3: Oh, uh, I would... Okay, I'm probably going to do... So if we're doing the documentary, I'll probably do a little bit. I'll probably do, like, a 7.5. Okay. Yeah, it's still... It's just... I don't know. I just get really weird with, like, obviously emotional things. So, like, the sadness of it's just, like, I want to turn it off. But it does give a lot of, like, insight into, like, the movies and the characters. And, like, they really wanted to do something good. And it was just... I don't know not well
1: thought out maybe
3: <laughs> but so what's the A- rate for- oh, i said 7.5 okay and what was your
1: rating of troll 2 has it has, <laughs> has it has it <laughs> has it remained the same after this oh yeah no definitely it still 6. Five. <laughs> <laughs> all right that is our discussion of i forgot the movie best worst movie um <laughs> highly recommend watching it especially if you're going to watch troll Two. um that being said we have a new segment um calamity cat our uh, beloved pumpkin spice enthusiast has a new segment called calamity cat's corner in which she suggests things and honestly I'll, I'll take over this first one for you um we have our um our bond that links us we have like a pumpkin spice premonitions and uh, oh, no. telepathy and i'm gonna go ahead and say your first recommendation probably from seattle's best the uh <laughs> 2021 fall autumnal pumpkin spice blend i'm gonna go ahead and say that's probably one
2: no, um, no. of your
1: recommendations and the other one probably is a, a nice uh yeti coffee cup <laughs> uh it's probably <laughs> another one um that says PSL on it.
2: Yeah, I'm so sorry. I know that all we have in common is PSL, but we really don't have that's that in we common. Have. So. That's all <laughs> we
1: have. Yeah, that's right. That's the only thing we have in common.
2: But this week, I'm going to suggest films that are streaming right now that we're not going to be reviewing, but you can go ahead and watch. And so this first one that I'd like to do is called Celia. It's an Australian film that's on shutter right now. It's really excellent. I highly recommend it. It has uh, a lot going on in it. So it's creepy kids, uh, plus communism and socialism. <laughs> and so you really have to check it out. Uh, I, I, I definitely recommend it for anyone who wants to see some, I guess it was filmed in like the eighties. So it's, uh, but it's, it's really interesting. And it's something that I had not seen before until like pretty recently within the last year or so. Um, I, I, you guys should check it out. I can't say too much about it because I don't want to spoil it, but it it's creepy kids, uh a lot of a lot of craziness, uh rabbits. <laughs> so, you have to you have to check it out.
3: He said it was on Tubi, correct?
2: It's on Shudder. Shudder,
3: shudder, shudder. just kidding.
2: Um, but I it's but helpful. this but this week watch Celia on Shudder.
1: And be sure to stop by Starbucks, Seattle's <laughs> Best. Oh my god. Uh, Dunkin'. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, get, I go to get,
1: get you a pumpkin spice latte, baby. That'll, that'll yep. really hit spot.
2: This basic bitch recommends it.
1: Alright, well I think that just about wraps up this
3: episode of, what did I call it, You
1: Can Doc, you meant? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a our usual. Uh, until next time, feel free to Email us with your movie suggestions at youcan'thidepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at youcan'thidepod. Have a good day, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good, though.